0: Good morning and welcome to today's edition of The Daily Standup. My name's Lee Henson, President and Founder of Agile Dad, and without any further ado, let's get started. This past weekend, I had a very interesting endeavor that uh, my sons and I took on. We had the opportunity where we were asked by my beautiful wife to build a box. Now, I want to be careful because build a box sounds so easy and just simple and we're like okay what does this box need to do and the explanation that we got was that the box was intended to hold some uh, blu-ray movies and to hold some ps4 games and to just be a box that holds you know some discs some things that uh, we easily could store but she didn't want just any box she says the goal was after shopping online to find a box that was sturdy enough to hold the weight of these items but was also the exact dimensions to fit inside of one of our uh, large entertainment centerpieces, and I was like, "Okay, well, yeah, we could do that." So my son, who's the master woodworker, went in and took all of the measurements, and uh, we came outside, and I said, "Okay, you know, what what type of wood are we going to need?" And uh, you know, checking our inventory of currently owned wood versus heading out to Lowe's to get some in a COVID environment made, made for an interesting task uh, right off right out of the gate. Uh, But we found that we still needed to make that trip. So my son quickly ran through the calculations and said, "Uh, here's what we're going to need. He said we need uh, two full sheets of 4x8 plywood and a handful of uh, 1x3s to build these specific crates. And uh, what he asked for and uh, the amount quantity sounded quite reasonable. So we went out to the store and we made the purchase. And when we came back home, we realized that we hadn't purchased any screws for the assembly of these boxes to put them all together. So we decided, okay, well, it's just going to be another quick trip out to the store. But this time, instead of purchasing screws, I decided that it would be better for us to purchase brads because some of the wood was quite thin and I didn't want to split wood with screws. So we decided we are going to purchase some brads that go with our pneumatic nailer. That way we'd uh, use a small pneumatic uh, nailer with the brads and we should be all set. And this would give us all the tools that we needed to build our box. After returning home from a second trip out to the hardware store, we discovered we had everything that we needed to start the project. So I got excited, started measuring. I said, alright, let's draw it all out on paper real quick first. I said, what are the dimensions? And he drew the dimensions for me. I said, now, are those the outer dimensions or the inner dimensions? And his question was, why does it matter? (laughs) My answer was, the outer dimensions are great, but if for some reason it doesn't hold, like, two Blu-ray discs across or two of a game, you know, PS4 game across, it, it wouldn't make sense to build it larger because then you'd have this extra unused space inside of the box. And he said, well, that makes sense, but... I'm not worried about that. He says, Mom said she wanted to fill the space in a cabinet. I said, yes, I agree, but I don't want to fill the space with waste. I don't want to have wasted space. So let's re-measure and make sure that we get a good inner dimension. We measured, got a good inner dimension, and we were good to go. So uh, next, we said, I said, how many of those boxes do we need to build? He said, well, we need to build three of those boxes. I said, are all three shelves exactly the same size? He said, I didn't measure. I'm assuming they are because it's the same entertainment console. I said, with that being said, I'm assuming they're not. So he went back and measured, and sure enough, the other two shells were different sizes, Uh, specifically depth. What was interesting is the backing on this particular uh, piece of furniture that we were working with was not quite stable and leaned in. So what that quickly told me was that every one of the boxes was going to have a little bit different dimension, which made it really interesting. So instead of taking the detailed measurements that he needed up front and writing those down and collectively, you know, figuring out what parts we needed, you know, he he tried the approach of let's get one set of measurements, length and width, and go from there. So then my next question was, how tall do these boxes need to be? He says just tall enough to hold a disc in. I said yes, I understand. I said, but do they go to the full height of the shelf, or do we leave room to pull these out? Or were you planning on putting a handle on these? You know, how are you planning on doing this? And you could see that my son was getting a little frustrated. You know, he's like, why all the detail? Why does that matter? And I think the topic of this, the topic of this podcast, the topic of this episode, is. Are we paying enough attention to detail up front with regard to our agile projects in order to be able to build the right thing? And what do you do when you do discover an impediment or something that doesn't go your way? Uh, One of the next things we discovered right out of the gate, of course, was when he started trying it out on paper, he said, Oh my goodness, we don't have nearly enough of the one by threes, he says. And we bought. Two sheets too many of plywood, you know, and it was funny because when he said two sheets, what we, didn't, uh, what we didn't account for in the story is that when we went to the store, we purchased or were going to purchase two full sheets of plywood and uh, the saw was broken. I think the last working saw in one of those stores is being stored in Area 51, along with a working ice cream maker or a frosty maker from Wendy's and a working ice cream maker from McDonald's and a basket with all four good wheels from Walmart. I think all those items are stored somewhere in Area 51. but uh So, they of course, they didn't have a working saw. So we spoke to a store manager who promptly let us know that we could buy half-sheets and that uh, he would discount the price of the half sheets at a quarter sheets down to what we needed. And that worked out awesome. So we ended up buying half sheets and it served our purposes and did well. But we realized that we only needed one full half sheet plus a small portion to do the job that we needed to do because he had miscalculated and uh, thought that we were building the sides front and back out of the same material. When we were just going to make the front and back solid and make the sides out of some strapping that we're just going to go across some simple strapping. And what we quickly discovered is that the request for the work, the request for bring me a box or build me a box... Oftentimes, when we go into the workplace, that's exactly the type of request we get from our product owner, from our product ownership group, from our leadership, from our stakeholders. You know, and to them, the only uh, logic that they have is that the box is functional, that the box is attractive, and that the box will be used by uh, the people, who the constituents, who ask for the box. Never do they take into consideration how much weight the box is going to need to hold, how much is it going to have to support, Uh, what is the box going to be used for, how tall does the box need to be, what is the functionality of the box. And I think this all takes me back to the importance of both understanding your persona and understanding the user journey about how the desired box was going to be used. And while this is a very simple story and a very simple application, you know, many people or traditional project managers would have asked, well, Why didn't you do all those calculations up front? Why didn't you create a document and have it all drawn out, create a parts list and eliminate risk and only have to make one trip to the store? And I think part of the journey was discovering just how we were going to build this box. And by incrementally building it and making changes and adjustments as necessary, we wound up with four perfectly fit boxes that were functional, that were large enough to do the job, that had exactly the right amount of space, and that had zero waste. And it didn't take us any longer than if we would have drawn up all the plans up front and done the things that we did before. But the end result was the difference. And I think you've heard me say a million times that we should learn to focus on outcome instead of output. And in this case, the outcome made my wife very, very pleased. Uh, And the output was something that, while frustrating to build, we came to a good understanding of... What we could have done better next time and how we could have optimized a little more of the process and and, you know, even eliminated more waste. But I think in the end, when my son saw the extra pieces of wood that he had and my wife smiled at the finished product and I felt good because I was able to teach him some tenets of agile, we, we, we all looked at each other with smiles on our face and said, you know, I don't know that I would have done that differently. And uh, it, it turns out that sometimes those are the projects, the ones where we're given the ability to have flexibility, where we're given the ability to use our mind muscle as developers or as people who are building a product or service, that we come up with a much better box than the box that someone may have envisioned. And while this topic is on the border of Agile, I hope you get how it ties in. Uh, you know, we all one day will be asked to bring me a shrubbery or bring me a rock or build a box. And I think it's just important for us to know when those things happen, you know, what the next best steps are and how to patiently guide and coach and lead teams to build not just any box, but to build the box that the product owner hoped and dreamed for. So I hope this information was useful to you. As always, we encourage you to visit AgileDad.com where you can learn more about this topic and many others. Until next time, stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Do take care.